Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is August 29th, 2022. 13 days to kick off. What? Mike, Mike Evans' number. 13 days. Yay. That's right around the corner, man. Less than two weeks. This time in two weeks, we are going to be celebrating our win against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Yes. We're going to be ecstatic. It'll be awesome. And we will be in our new house, too. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Exciting, exciting stuff. Got a good show for you today. We are going to talk about the preseason week three game against the Colts. What we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like. Got some news for you. Bucks news. Got cuts going on right now, actually. So we'll keep you updated as that comes in. Uh, we got some news around the league. All that good stuff. So stay tuned. But the first thing I want to get to, no facts and checks and follow-ups. We were absolutely perfect last week. <laughs> or last podcast. Uh, Tom Brady voted number one in the NFL Top 100. That was so- a shocker to me. Ralph and I were sitting there, and we were watching YouTube. We don't have cable, which, you know how someone doesn't have cable? That's how you know. They tell you. So anyway, we're watching YouTube, and the NFL, the top 10, keeps popping up, and it's they keep popping up like every 10 minutes, uh, the short clips for each number, and we, we saw, oh, number six is up. And we're like, oh, okay, so that means... Five through one is coming, and Ralph did his predictions for the, I got lo- the top, top six. six. Yeah. yeah, top six. And um, where did you predict Tom Brady? I think third. I think I had Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Donald. Oh, was it fifth? I yeah. Fifth. Yeah, yeah, I think I might have said fifth. Yeah. Uh, but then as they kept doing the releases i was like oh they haven't done tom brady yet and as soon as they got to three i was like oh my gosh he's gonna be number one so yeah when they did aaron donald second i was like oh my gosh but then i was like ever the pessimist i'm like what if he doesn't make the list and ralph just kind of side-eyed me he had to have i figured i figured they would put him in at fifth and you kind of got the impression on the when they interviewed all the guys everybody was like yeah, we're voting him number one just because he's he's got the determination to win. He's old. Yeah, <laughs> so I felt like that was the number one reason he's so old. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> they're just amazed that this guy's doing this at his age. But, you know, I think, you know, while that is a great accomplishment, no doubt about it, everybody doesn't give him the credit for how good of an actual quarterback he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's got fantastic elite level pocket presence he gets the ball out quick he's very decisive and he's extremely extremely accurate but they, you know those those things are not considered uh skills in the nfl anymore you know the running back or the running quarterbacks is the whole trend which i think it's silly but you know it's just me yeah you know you get guys like tom brady who are, you know, field generals and they're masters in the pocket, they're going to take your team far. 
You get these running quarterbacks. They're exciting, yeah. But chances are pretty good they ain't going to be around long. Mm-mm. You know, you ain't going to see a 45-year-old running quarterback. <laughs> That's for dang sure. Normally, normally you get about three years out of them, and then they're just all beat up and decrepit. Yeah, and then you might get a few more years with them on the bench. Yeah. As your number two or three. Yeah. yeah. But Kind of like Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can go down the list. Yeah. And you just see them. And a lot of them don't even make it past the year two. Mm-mm. That first big injury. It's like RG3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah, so, so that was that was surprising, but I ain't mad. I'll tell you what I am mad about. <laughs> Ralph is fired up. Mike Evans at 53. <laughs> You got to be joking me. See that, and almost all of our guys were in the lower fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, like like they had Shaq Barrett. What was he at? He was way down there. Eighty-six, I want to say. He was in the eighties. That's ridiculous. They had Tristan Tristan Wirfs ahead of Shaq Barrett. Now, mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs is great, but Shaq Barrett, man, I mean, it's just it's a, I don't know, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Uh, a lot of it, you know, these are done by players, and a lot of it is uh, they they go kind of with <clears throat> highlights and media and stuff like this. I mean, these guys, they watch a lot of film, I would imagine, but mainly with who they're going to be playing against. And that's why I think that these votes should be – you can only vote for or against people that you've played against, you know. That only makes sense to me because how how can I say that Shaq Barrett's you know not a top one hundred guy if I've never played against him? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Uh, he was eighty six. That's ridiculous. But Mike Evans at fifty three, mm-hmm. no way. And then we had in the top fifty, wasn't it just Tom and Tristan Wirfs at forty one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's silly. Silliness right there. So we did have six guys on the list. And Levante David didn't even make it. I know. That's outrageous to It's me. outrageous. I don't. You know, whatever. You know, we're biased, but mm-hmm. still. <laughs> Our whole team should have been on there. We should have had 22. <laughs> Heck, 53. Screw it. 53 of the top 50. Of the top 53. You know, you pointed this out, and I found it odd that it's like if players had gone to new teams in the in free agency, they were listing them as being in the new team, even though this was from last year. So, like Devontae Adams, they put him in a in a Raiders jersey. jersey. Yeah, you're like, hmm, yeah, but he did all that with Green Bay. Yeah, I found that very strange. I don't know. A little disrespectful. A little disrespectful. I to the team. Yes. All right. So we had our last preseason game, preseason game three against the Colts at Indianapolis, Saturday night at 7-20. Got a shellacking. It was 27-3 was the final score. I don't recall having a preseason this bad, like, ever. We, we went 0-3. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, now, it was like they were not even trying. They didn't even care about winning, which I get. It's the preseason. Just the lack of effort, though, was kind of, ooh. Yeah. In, not a good omen, I feel like. 
Since Tom Brady's been here, we've only won one seat, one preseason game. Really? <laughs> well, in 2020, we didn't have preseason because of the okay. the pandemic. And then last year we went one and two, and this year we've gone zero oh and three. But of course, Tom Brady didn't play. But in you know one series in this whole preseason. Gosh, that one series though was unbelievable. Oh I mean, yeah, just, well, both it was offense night and, and defense. Day. Yeah, it was just night and day. Yeah, and you and you got to figure we were going against <clears throat> the uh, Colts' number one offense and number one defense, and except for uh, Jonathan Taylor, he didn't play. But I mean, we were blowing through their offensive line, you know, and those <laughs> guys are good. So <laughs> yeah, I know our defense looked really good. I was really impressed with that. Um, what is up with Mike? I mean, um, Matt Ryan and that running. That's that's the Mahomes effect. He started doing that last year, you know, doing all these uh, bootlegs and mm-hmm. scrambling. I mean, Matt Ryan is not it's just not his thing. But starting last year, he he did it all year last year. It was really weird to watch. And I thought it was either coaching or kind of a survival mechanism because mm-hmm. his offensive line has been bad for so long. He was just mm-hmm. like, forget it. Like, I'm I'm running. Right, but he doesn't have to do that here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they had designed rollouts with him. Yeah, and, and and one of those plays looked like a designed run. I'm like, with Matt Ryan, come on now. I know, but and especially a quarterback his age. Not that he's old, but like, do you want a 38 year old quarterback or however old he is? I know, running taking around hits there. like that. <laughs> no, you don't at all. No. You don't want your quarterback taking any hits. I mean, they, yeah. they've designed the whole league. You know, the new rules and everything is designed to keep quarterbacks from getting hit. And now we have running quarterbacks that get hit all the dang time. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it's the whole uh, risk homeostasis. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know how long this trend can last, but it's just funny to see Matt Ryan jumping on the bandwagon with the scrambling quarterbacks. And you know, the reason he's lasted so long is because he's a pocket passer. (laughs) All right. Is he just like, I'm at the end of my career. Just screw it. Let's (laughs) shoot for the moon. Yes. Uh, That's one good thing about the, the game was definitely our starting offense and our starting defense. They did really great, especially our starting defense. I will say this. Akeem Hicks impressed the crap out of me. Did he? he? Yes. You know, I, I, I'm on. I was on the Sioux bandwagon. Hated to see him leave. I was like, well, we'll see about this Akeem Hicks. Not going to make a decision until I see him play. This is the first time I've seen him play. Man, he's got a lot more explosiveness and energy mm. than Sue did. A lot. I mean, he's like actually like jumping up in the air. Uh, uh, you know, just he's a lot faster. Uh, there was the one play where David got that sack. Oh, and that was incredible. Yeah. You can hear the pads cracking. Those are my favorite. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was on Quentin Nelson. Is missed it. They're all pro I left guard. I thought it was the running back. I thought the running back should have picked well, Levante up. Yes, he should have. But Nelson definitely screwed up there, too. But that was all brought about by Akeem Hicks. He He fainted to the left or to the right. And then actually jumped in the air and shot between a double team. 
And so those, those guys were just shocked. They were like, oh, my gosh. So they both had to try and get him. And he almost got through them. And that left a hole open for David, and he just shot right through it. It's a great open. play. Yeah. Yeah, but Akeem Hicks, man, he's fast. And very, very uh, chaotic. So kind of a JP. That's what we JPP, talked about, a combination yes. mm-hmm. between Sue and JP. Yeah, yeah. So. Yes, good call there. Uh, on that play, I saw it all over the place, and I think they even said it there in the broadcast that we blitzed on that play, an all-out blitz. I've even seen that in some of the articles. And, you know, David got the sack on an all-out blitz. And that's what I say about this Todd Bowles defense. You know, they say we blitz like over 30% of the time, and I'm like, no, we don't. No, we don't. That play, we rushed four. It looked like a blitz. That's the thing. There's so much movement with our guys. You know, we drop so many guys back. We move so many guys forward. It's hard to tell. You know, you got guys going everywhere and flying all over the place. But that was a four-man rush. Uh, Shaq Barrett dropped back into coverage, and Levante came up the middle. And it was just we four-man rush. We blitz. We did not right. actually blitz. Right. Do, pe- do people, when they're analyzing that, just stop at the before the play starts? You know what I mean? They they look at your lineup and they go, oh, that's a blitz, and then that's it? I don't know. As far I, as their analysis goes. Yeah, I, I don't know if they consider a blitz. You know, it, it's... I, I don't even know what the objective definition of a blitz. To me, it's always been uh, rushing more than four. Mm-hmm. And if you rush five, that's a, that's a blitz. Uh, but some people might do it if you rush a linebacker or if you rush a cornerback or a safety. Mm-hmm. They might consider that a blitz. You know, to me, it's always been if you run more than if you rush four more than four guys. So it, it is. It's really up to the the people doing the stat counting, mm-hmm. I guess, as to what they're considering a blitz. But a lot of times it's really hard to figure out because we do so much movement, you know, with all of our guys that you I have to literally stop it after the ball is snapped, usually about a second after the ball is snapped, because a lot of times we'll fake blitz. We'll have guys rush forward and then drop back into coverage. Uh, so right at the snap of the ball, it looks like it might be five or six guys coming. But a second later, there's only three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so normally what I'll do is I'll wait until uh, about a second after the snap and then pause it and then count all the guys. So, yeah, that was not a blitz. That was a straight four-man rush against six. They had six blockers. We rushed four and got that sack. Oh, I bet Matt Ryan's mad. <laughs> he He's watching up. that film. <laughs> he, he got up off the ground. His, his shoulder pads were all crooked. His helmet was crooked. And he immediately like went and looked at his uh, – his wrist guard thing. Yeah. He wasn't even standing up yet. He was looking at it. Yeah. Like, I got to look like I'm doing something. <laughs> Play it cool. So the offensive, our starting offense and our starting defense, I thought did really well. Uh, I was, I love to see Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, he did that little push off of the hip. With that cornerback. That was such a push-off. It like, was, He definitely too. should have been called for that. Yes. There was a lot of penalties in this game that should have been called. A lot of holding. That's why he's so good. Yeah, he's like Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. 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 Very physical, man. And, uh, you know, that, gosh, I still get mad about that Mike Evans getting number 53. <laughs> just, he just does not. You know, if anything, he should get, like, uh, boosted up because of all the pass interference penalties he gets. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they didn't. All the DBs are pissed at him, so they were. Yeah, they don't like like, forget this guy. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say anything about him. Somebody needs to do that and see how many pass interferences Evans draws. Now, 
He gives a lot, too. <laughs> it's always 50-50. <laughs> yeah. You see a flag in his vicinity, you're like, it could go either way. Yes. Yeah, he does not He does not have a problem getting handsy out there. Mm-mm. Uh, so, but we did have some issues with our linemen. Uh, we know Ryan Jensen is out. They haven't put him on any reserve yet, so that's good that he will possibly come back during the season. They're still saying – the sports writers are saying that um, it wouldn't be until like late in the postseason. Yeah, whatever. I know. What do they know? Uh, so second-year offensive lineman Robert Haynes, he, he was the designated starter behind Jensen. He got hurt. He got an ankle injury out there. And he didn't return. Then, Oh, my gosh, that was terrifying. Oh, yeah, but then it got worse. Nick Leverett goes out there in replacement of Robert Hainsey, and he left the game with a shoulder injury. So then we were left with third-year player John Mulchin as our starting center. Now, we haven't got any more information. I haven't checked here in the past hour or so on Nick Leverett and Robert Hainsey. Oh, Hainsey, I have something from Leverett yesterday. What you got? Um, he had sustained an AC joint injury. And x-rays determined it's not a long-term injury. It can be managed going forward. Okay. So he's fine. All right. So Nick Leverett, do you heard anything about Robert Hainsey? Um, Hainsey, I think they said, is also fine. Yeah, he was spotted on the sideline, like walking around. And it was an ankle injury, so, you know, if, they, if you're doing that, it's a pretty good indication. It's not going to be too serious. But well, I was cussing. <laughs> I was so mad. No, I was like, how in the world is this happening? Yeah. Um, his right ankle, ankle was already taped up going mm-hmm. into the game. So reporters saw him on the sideline with a taped ankle. But it was the right one, not the left one. So he was on the sideline. No tape standing on the ankle, so yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I think it's he's fine. I'm looking just to confirm. Uh, a couple of things about the game before we get way too in depth about it. The we got the same problems we've had since Aries has been here. Uh, bad special teams blocking and tackling, it is so bad. Special teams is. I would say worse than last year. Yes, I would say that too. Which last year they they improved a little bit. Nothing spectacular. But this year it seems... You know, this was the game where guys who are on the bubble or who are trying to make the team needed to really step up and really just put everything on the line. And you did not see that out there. You know, the special teams guys didn't do it. The uh, second, third string, fourth string guys, they didn't do it. It was really, and I don't like that. It kind of makes me wonder, what's the character of our team here if these guys are just going, meh, meh. You know? Well, it just looked to me, the special teams was very incohesive and like they, none of, I felt like they didn't practice it enough. But And we've talked about that. Is that an issue with this team? Because, you know, we have the, we have all these coaches and they brag about the fact that they run first team and second team <clears throat> drills at the same time, they have so many coaches that they can run 
two different practices at the same time with the first string and the second string guys. Is that hurting our special teams? Are they not getting enough practice? Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. They looked, you know, out of position. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them were overshooting. Yeah. Uh, or just had no situational awareness. Like, oh, hey, there's this guy that's coming to tackle our returner. Maybe you should block him. <laughs> Delaney. It's like four yeah. times he just kind of let his guy go right by yeah, him. And he got chewed out by the returner, yes, rightfully Darden. so. It was Darden, wasn't it? They yeah. just chewed him out. Yeah, it was hard for our returners to make a return because there was a guy in his face every time, and it was mainly mm-hmm. Delaney's guy. And it was almost like they knew that the Colts did because they were kicking to Delaney's side, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. that his the gunner could get there quicker, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. But it's it's an issue we've had since Arians has been here. This whole coaching staff, the special teams kicking and blocking has not been great. It's a bit our weakest link. And even the Colts announcers were kind of picking up on that. They were like, this is the best special teams performance the Colts have had in a long time. They had f- great field position. Like they got, the one, whole they got time. one returned all the way back to the 50. Oh, a kickoff. Wow. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big issue. I'd like to see... But we've been saying that since Aaron's been here. You know, we'd like to mm-hmm. see improvement. It, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, this is that's Bruce Arians' coach, you know, special teams coach. Todd mm-hmm. Bowles might start firing people. You know, he Todd Bowles will fire people. He's quick to do it. I don't know if he'll do it with this coaching staff or not, but we'll see, man. Just some kind of acknowledgement that special teams is trash is would be fine. You know what I mean? It would be a start to me. Like, can we just talk about how bad our special teams is, please? Yes. And, you know, it, it goes to the defense a lot as well. Our tackling on defense, you know, it's, that's another thing I've complained about for many, many years here. It's just not that great. And, it really showed in that game. You know, way too many guys are reaching. You know, they're doing one-arm tackles, ankle tackles, uh, trying for this alligator tackle. You know, I just – I don't like it. I don't like it. I do not like the, our style of tackling. And it just leaves too many uh, broken tackles and missed mm-hmm. tackles. I mean, we had a, a quarterback ran for a 40-yard touchdown against us. We had five guys miss the tackle. Now, mm-hmm. there was holding on that play on Nacho that he, Nacho would have got him, but he was held. But what <laughs> about the other guys? There are five other guys that had the opportunity. It's not like that guy was Michael Vick, you mm-hmm. know, out there juking people. He just, he's just out there running, and guys were falling down all over the place. It, 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 again, it's just something that I fear is just, we're just never going to get to that elite level at, you know, it's well, tackling. in the team's defense, it was not the first stringers. I mean, this was well, on the second, third stringers. Even with our first stringers, we have, we have tackling issues. Uh, we do, but not in this game. No. Uh, our wide receivers, our second string and on wide receivers, this was the time they needed to shine because mm-hmm. there's a very limited few slots here. And none of them did anything. Johnson, he caught a ball, but he also dropped a ball as well. We had we had ball drop issues too. We had uh, 
Cotton dropped one. C. Otten. He dropped one. Uh, Johnson dropped one. Scotty Miller dropped one. He dropped more than one. And one think, was like right off his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right bro, right you got to have hand. a game. You yeah. were trying to make a roster. And they talked about this before the game that he needed to step up because he's on the bubble. And he, and he they, they interviewed him and he said, yes, I realize I've got to have a good game tonight. And he goes out there and did nothing. Actually, less than nothing, I would say. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. I like Scotty Miller. I, do I, I don't think he's going to make the team. I don't think so either. I don't, I don't really think he deserves it. Well, yeah, when you get your chance like that, you got to take it. And just, you know, I thought Tyler Johnson outcompeted him mm-hmm. this preseason. I think that they've been drafting guys for the last three years yeah. for that room. It's a very crowded room. So he's not the only one there. You know, they're not married to him just Mm-mm. because he was a draft pick. In fact, each year they get less attached, I think. When you keep when you continue to draft guys at mm-hmm. that position to take your job, yeah, it's like those like Arian said, man, the bottom guys get churned. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not if you're not a stable starter, <laughs> you, you better mm-hmm. you better perform every time you're out there. And he, we keep upgrading in free agency. I mean, we brought in Russell Gage mm-hmm. and Julio Jones right. this off season. Yep. You know, with at the end of last year, we had lost the Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin, his injury situation was uncertain, so that would have been prime time for Scotty to show up and, you know, secure a place higher up on the roster. Yes. So, but obviously they didn't think he was capable of that or else they wouldn't have gone into free agency and gotten guys like the Mm -hmm. caliber that they did. Yes. Uh, Speaking of Johnson... You know, he dropped the ball, second play of the game. Uh, Leonard Fournette got the first hand, you know, first play, 13 yards. Bam, just like that. He actually only ran the ball twice, I think, for 13 yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he got the, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second play, Johnson, right off his hands, boom. And then uh, on that drive, we were fourth and three, and we went for it on the Colts 49. And Johnson caught the ball. For a first down. So, you know, he kind of made up for it. Mm-hmm. I like him. He seems to really, uh, really, he's been the only one to stand out I agree. in this preseason. I agree. As far as the uh, second stringers are concerned. Uh, the Colts, they started their, all their defensive starters except for defend Quiddy Pay. Uh, they had his backup in. On offense, they had all their offense except for center Ryan Kelly. They had the right guard Pinter replaced. Kelly at center, and then the backup right guard was Fries. He played right guard, so it was basically the starting offense. And our defense shut him down. I mean, also I th- they didn't have Jonathan Taylor, right. which he did torches last yeah. year. Yeah. So, but I think they ended up on the first two drives. They had like six yards total. <laughs> I think it was like three. Yeah. It was not great. Well, the first drive. Um, they ended at fourth and ten, but they had had a big a loss. I can't remember if it was a sack or from penalty, but they made up that yardage, but still ended the drive at fourth and ten. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I think they punted. It was like fourth and seven. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let me see. Blaine Gabbert came in at about 7.30 in the first quarter. Uh, first play, number 60, Leverett got beat for a TFL. Now, our our second-string offensive line, not not too impressed. Gedecki? Gedecki. Gedecki? Yeah. I'm kind of worried about him. Uh, he, he was getting beat a lot out there and he's he's going to be our starting left guard as it stands now just by default mm-hmm. uh, yeah he's gotten the snaps right and everybody else is hurt yeah <laughs> so uh so the backups came in this was at the uh that's about the seven thirty mark the, the first stringers only did one series right mm-hmm. and then the backups came in but they were playing against the colts starting defense and we did the same thing. We kept our starting defense out there for two series, mm-hmm. and so did the the Colts. So anyhow, our offense, our backup offense, was going against their starting defense, and things didn't go well. Uh, seventy number seventy Hainsey and sixty seven Gadiki Gadiki Gadiki. Yep, they were out there for our offense, our second string offense, but they're first string guys. Uh, very quickly, I think it was the second play of the our second series. Uh, key got steamrolled by ninety Stewart Grover Stewart. Oh, he made like three plays in yes. the series. Yes, yeah, just steamrolled yeah. our guys. Yeah, it was it was a tackle for a loss, and then the next play, same thing. He beat Gedeke, just totally controlled him at the line of scrimmage, and then just picking on him. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully Gedeke will realize, hey, you know, this is the NFL. I need to up my game a little bit, which which really surprised me because all the stuff I'd have heard about him during training camp and his college days, you know, they said he's a real tough, solid offensive lineman. He didn't look, hasn't looked like that to me. He's a rookie. Right. Like, give him some time. Uh, 96 Hicks, like I said, he's. He's a, he, he was impressive. I really like seeing him out there. He's got moves, and he's fast, and uh, got the burst to mm. him. And it's it's neat watching him besides Vita because Vita doesn't have any burst. <laughs> Vita, <laughs> Vita actually lines up a yard off the line of scrimmage. <laughs> so, you know, Hicks is like up and in the scrum before Vita's actually even gotten across the line of scrimmage. But I, I'm excited for him. Logan Hall, number 90, not so much. You know, he was our first draft pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the third game in a row. I've watched every play he's been in, and I have seen nothing. As a matter of fact, worse than nothing. And, you know, I'm not trying to beat the guy up or anything. You know, I'm just like, he needs to to get on top of things. But uh, he had another play where he was totally lost out Mm there. He, He couldn't see where the ball went. It, yeah. They ran up the middle, but he thought they ran to the outside, so he was like spinning around in circles again. It's very strange. He needs, he's got to get that awareness going on, but he hasn't done anything really, you know. And he's getting pushed around, moved out of the way, uh, not not busting through the line, not getting mm-hmm. in the backfield. So hopefully, hopefully he'll get better at that. Uh, yeah, and then Kate Otten had a dropped ball. This was all in the first quarter. A second quarter, number 41, Coquift came out. 
I like him. He's a blocker, man. That's what they got him for. He's just out there blocking. He's a, they use him like a fullback. Yeah. He's big. He's mm-hmm. huge to yeah. me. He looks like an offensive lineman. Now, granted, I think I'm ju- I'm basing this off of him at a press conference where they all look like <laughs> at press conferences. <laughs> so. I, don't know. Uh, I think they lined him up as a fullback a couple times, but they they've definitely used him as a, using him as a blocker. I don't see him catching the ball a whole lot, mm-hmm. but uh, he he's a pretty good blocker, man. I mean, he's out there getting up in the mix with things. He's not getting thrown around. Let's put it that way. Now we won't have to use Vita as a fullback. We can use Co. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buck scored a touchdown with about. Ten minutes in the second quarter to take the lead, ten to seven. Was that our first lead the whole preseason? <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I think the first game we scored first. We had three. Yeah, I said we ended up twenty-seven three was the final. It was twenty-seven ten. Yeah, so we we scored ten points uh, up until the uh, ten minutes left in the second quarter, and that was it. it was the last points we were going to score. Uh. The third quarter, the kickoff, Colts returned the ball to the 50. It was just bad tackling by the Bucks. You know, I mean, guys were – they looked lost. And when they, they were diving – A few could, of them tackle each other. Yeah, that, that happens quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> they just – the Keystone cops can't get out of their way. Uh, and then one play later, number four, third – Backup quarterback ran 45 yards for a touchdown. That was just horrible tackling, horrible, horrible tackling. I mean, guys actually fell down before they even got to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number 49, Stewart, and on the next drive, they were they were in the red zone or getting close. And Stewart had two good tackles that he basically stopped them from uh, getting a first down and scoring a touchdown so glad to see that uh he was on special teams a bit mm-hmm. not as much as he normally is i think you, you know i can't see all the special teams because i don't have all the 22 but he's not doing anything you know last mm-hmm. year he was just everywhere on special teams mm-hmm. flying down there with that hair you know and just making a ruckus but this preseason i haven't seen him do anything on special teams he might just be saving it for the regular season he might be you know and he's He's a second string linebacker now. Mm-hmm. So, he, but he, in this preseason game, he did, he was the fifth linebacker out there. You know, they didn't put him in until late in the game. That Fatoski, Fatoski, Yeah. Um, I, I would suspect my guess would be that he's solid, solidly a two. And so they didn't really feel like they needed him out there to judge. You think so? Yeah, I think his roster spot's safe. And mm. um, so I think those other guys, they really wanted to see a lot out of to see who would get that last roster spot. Because how much was KJ Britt out there? I a suspect lot. it was. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. I think he was. I, I, he was out there during the first half quite a bit. Okay. Uh, normally, Britt and Stewart play together. Mm hmm. But I do not think they did in this game. Yeah, my guess would be they pretty solidly think that Stewart is a lock. Um, 
not just for the linebacker, but also because of special teams. He was so good on special teams last year. So mm. that would be my guess. Yeah, Britt had 35 snaps, so he played 53% of the defense. But for, for Fatu, for Tukasi, <laughs> he played 54 snaps, so he was out there 82%. <laughs> he was actually the most most snaps for a defensive player by far. And Stewart got boom, 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 boom. Uh, he's on here somewhere. I do not see him listed. Hmm. Don't see him listed. He was out there. I mean, he got some snaps. Yeah, he's he definitely. I mean, he definitely got defensive snaps. It wasn't all special teams. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I think he's safe. I'm not worried about him. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, you know, he kind of saved a touchdown anyhow. They they ended up kicking a field goal. Uh, the next, in the, in the fourth quarter, uh, Trask ended up getting sacked, and it looked like it was the fault of our offensive line. It was not. It was completely Trask's fault. The offensive <laughs> line had the guys under control. He got phantom pressure and happy uh, feet and ran right into a defender. God. And, that is so annoying. Yeah, you know, Trask, I, you know, don't I have like a whole him. lot of say. Yeah, you, you know, he's all right, but he does get mm-hmm. uh, happy feet out there. James Winston a little James Winston Little James Winston-y. Yeah. So, you know, if he could do like Brady does where it's like, you know, if I feel pressure, I'm just going to throw the damn ball, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then, then he'd be fine. Right. You know, with this, I feel pressure, so I'm going to run. Nine times out of ten, you're going to get sacked because you're going to run you know, right into a defender or near yeah. close enough to one where they can reach out and grab you. Or he doesn't feel the pressure, and then he does his long ass wind up and gets his hand hit, and mm-hmm. the ball comes out. Yeah. Uh, number forty six, Anthony. He got a sack. Mm. It's one of our newer guys. We cut him today. We did. We did. Uh. I got the whole list. Yeah. Really, it's just Greg Almond's Twitter feed. <laughs> We're just going to go through there. Thanks, Greg. Uh, and then number 65 with, with six minutes left, which we, we basically just started running the ball. We let Laird. Yeah, get, I liked him. I did too. He's but he, new. His, yeah, I mean, he's probably not going to make it. You don't think Maybe so? a practice squad guy. Yeah, that sucks. Like, I would take him over Vaughn, honestly, but Oof, I no. don't. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, I like Vaughn a lot better than... You do? Yeah. I like Vaughn. I have not been impressed with Vaughn whatsoever. Really? Yeah. He had our highest... He had 10 rushes for 54 yards at 5.4 yards per carry average. Uh, Laird... That can't be right. They got him with one attempt. No. Yeah, they're, they're the game book's all messed up. Yeah, he ran the ball they quite a bit. They stopped counting after, like, the third quarter. Because yeah. nobody ever looks at these things, I guess. But they, it, it seemed like halfway through the third quarter, we were just like, let's just get this game over with. Mm-hmm. So we just kept running the ball. Every now and then we'd try to get a first down. Uh, but it seemed like the players and the coaches and everybody was just like, eh, mm-hmm. we're done. We've seen enough. Uh, but... Uh, the right tackle, the rookie Dylan Cook, he totally whiffed on a block with six minutes left, and 
guy got a tackle for a loss. I mean, just totally missed him. <laughs> like, so our uh, our offensive line needs to step up a little bit. Man, the, you know, and that's the thing is second, they've been guys. building this offensive line mm-hmm. for three years since yeah. BA got here. I mean, yeah. they've been accumulating guys smartly. Because look at where we are. I know. And it's kind of like with our wide receiver core last year. Like last year we were like, oh, we have wide receivers for days. Mm-hmm. And then you get two and three three injuries, yep. you know, to the three top guys. And then we're, you know. Yep, yep. We're well, desperate. The year before and that, so- we did the same thing with linebackers. Remember, we were like, man, our linebacker room is stacked. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, we're out there our Second, third string linebackers are mm-hmm. playing because of injuries. Yeah. So it seems like offensive linemen, they got the injury bug this year. And thank God that they've been stacking these guys and trying to develop them so we have someone who's serviceable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's, that's one thing you can say is that we have been able to place guys in when there's an injury. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we saw Josh Wells out there last night. You know, he's playing with the third string guys. Uh, yeah, it's always scary to see him out there. Mm-hmm. I do panic a little. Yeah. But they've been developing guys, and it hasn't been an emergency or a catastrophe where we had to mm-hmm. go out know. and scramble mm-hmm. to get a free agent or something. Yeah. So you know, we'll see. The center, the center of our offensive line is is going to be going to be a little scary to start the season off with, but I think we'll be all right. Brady will get the ball out. Mm-hmm. It's just he's he's just hard to he's hard to sack. Yeah. Uh, kicker Jose Barrales. Barral, Bar- how do you spell that? Barrales. Jose Barrales. Barrales. He Bor- missed a no, fi- Borgales. Borgales. He missed a fifty-two yard field goal. Now after missing the game, game the preseason game week one winner, mm-hmm. I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. The suck up is just we know what we got with him. Mm-hmm. Borgalis has not shown enough to supplant Suckup. No, but he'll get picked up somewhere else. He'll be fine. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not happy with this whole preseason, to be honest with you. It was exciting uh, week one, you know, with the wide receivers. That was fun. But other than that, it's just been, you know, I'm not. But it is preseason. So, you know, they're out there trying. The coaches are trying new stuff. They're trying new players out. Uh, it was very, very encouraging to see our first string offense and defense out there just kill it. Yeah. Uh, you got to remember, though, the this draft class and these young guys, they're the first COVID crop. That's right. You know, and we talked about you this talked about two that, years yeah. ago. We yeah. said, well, you know, what are we going to get these guys when they come out of college? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who didn't get to play as much, and you know, there's, you know, they don't have the same bonding because these guys weren't able to hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a big thing, but with sports, you know, is the bonding between the guys. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good point. Good point, Molly. I like that. I'd be curious what the rest of the league looks like. Their second and third four string guys. Yeah, guys. we haven't watched. We didn't watch a lot of preseason games this year. Mm-hmm. We've been kind of busy, but. Uh, if you look at the the injury reports, they're about the same as ours, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, there's been some catastrophic injuries. Yeah, there's always going to be a couple mm-hmm. teams that just get slaughtered, mm-hmm. and then a couple teams 
the Falcons and the Saints. Neither one of them have had any major injuries. Mm. But you're like, what? Uh, come on now. Is Michael Thomas ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he hasn't caught a touchdown since 2019. How crazy is Couldn't that? Couldn't happen to a better person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, the Bucks have signed offensive linebacker Jannard Avery. I do not remember recall seeing him play. Yeah, I didn't either. That happened before this game. Um, yeah, I didn't see him either. Yeah. Uh, who do we have on the cut list? All right, let's go through it. Rookie corner Kyler McMichael was waived. Um, rookie receiver Jareth Stearns. That was, a, that was a shame. He came out in that first game, and I really liked him. He he might get a practice squad. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him. We'll see if he clears the waivers. Yeah. Uh, outside linebacker Andre Anthony was waived. He was our seventh-round pick. Which he had a pretty nice sack in that yeah. game. Oh, gosh, it jumped on me. Okay. Um, okay, that's it so far. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Well, I knew uh, one of those. So practice squad is going to be 16 players. So. Yeah, they increased the practice squad again. or uh, It's the same as it was last year. Because of the... All the stuff that was going on. Mm. So... Yeah, okay. So that was it. Caleb McMichael, Jareth Stearns, and Andre Anthony. Mm-hmm. How many more we got to get down to? We got to get down to quite a bit. Yeah. We're getting down to 53 50 from 80. Yeah. Right? Yes. So let me see. It's the I think the deadline's the 31st. No, oh, okay. So we got a couple yeah. more days. 30th. So that's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. And then practice squad. So waivers are over. On the 31st, and then we can fill the practice squad. Uh, we got rid of Cyril Grayson the other day, too. That surprised me. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, didn't he get an injury designation? Yeah, so he we waived him with an injury designation. Um, he went through waivers. He did not get picked up, so then we can give him an injury settlement, mm-hmm. I think, and then put him on the practice squad. I think that's how that works. Hmm. Well, we got a lot, a lot of guys we're going to have on the practice squad, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're definitely going to have all, all of it filled up, but I think a lot of guys that we want to keep, you know, we're going to be able to keep on the practice squad. And, you know, that might have been a reason why they didn't do a lot with some of these guys in this last game because they didn't want other teams to see him and go, hey, we're going to pick that guy up when they cut him, you know, like Stearns and mm-hmm. uh, Stewart or whatever, <laughs> if he's oh. going to get cut. So, Scotty Miller. He'll get a – okay, hold on. He, this is on Cyril Grayson. So this is J.C. Allen tweeted this. He passed through waivers and reverted back to the team's injured reserve list. And then he'll get an injury settlement, which would make him a free agent. Hmm. Okay. 
That's a shame. Strong safety Andrew Adams was released by the Giants. Triple uh-huh. A. Had three interceptions on, was it Cam Newton or Matt Ryan? I think it was Cam Newton. Neither. It was on Aaron Rodgers. No, oh, okay. Right? No. No. Mm, no, I think it was Cam Newton. I think you're right. Mike Edwards had all the interceptions on Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of the Panthers, their kicker, Zane Gonzalez, is out until week five. He uh, suffered a groin injury while kicking on the sideline during week three preseason game. Mm. So uh, they ended up having their, their punter doing the kicks. Wow. They don't have a backup kicker. Bummer. Also, Sam Darnold, their quarterback, he's out. Uh, with an ankle injury, he's going to be out for at least week one. And then their quarterback, we had talked about this, Matt Corral, was put on injured reserve for a foot injury on August 12th. So the Panthers are thin at quarterback. All they've got basically is, uh, what's his face? Baker. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're always scrambling. I guess, I guess, I don't know. The way they've been acting, they're going to be like, yeah, we'll, we'll go in with just Baker Mayfield. We're good. Fine. We're fine. <laughs> that team is going to be a dumpster fire. Oh yeah. my gosh! Let me see. And they got they got Baker and PJ Walker. That's who. They, that's all they got on their roster right now. Wow. Yeah. Um, the Saints, their first round offensive tackle, Trevor Penning, has a bad case of turf toe. Oh. So. Uh, that could awesome. be career injury. I know. Uh, he'll be off the field for some time and is having an MRI to hmm. assess now, the damage. But <clears throat> apparently he's not a starter. That's what I was getting ready to say. He wasn't a starter. So. I don't know why you would draft an offensive tackle in the first round. And then <laughs> not, not starting. Start <laughs> well, you you don't want to. I mean, you want off, – offensive lineman know. is probably the most difficult position to play behind quarterback. Really? It, Ask Tristan Wirfs, well, number 41, on the top 100 list. Yeah. Uh, it's always good for those guys to be able to, you know, sit and get mentored for a year or two, I think. Yeah, you're right. But you don't see that anymore. It's like in the new NFL, it's like you get drafted, they expect you to play at quarterback, at offensive tackle, at cornerback. Mm-hmm. You know, cornerback's a hard position to play, too. Uh, it normally well, takes a couple of years before guys get settled in. An early pick is such a has so much more weight than a later pick. It used to be worse because the early picks were getting these hundred million, or, you know, fifty million dollar yeah. contracts and stuff without having any performance on the field yet, and teams were just getting shellacked by drafting these busts and paying them, you know, tens of millions of dollars. Um, it's definitely more team friendly these contracts now. The CBA really screwed the players over on that one, but uh, the. Uh, the best thing to do is have these guys sit and learn. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing an offensive tackle in the right away is just not a very good way to go. You know, it can destroy their confidence and their, you know, chemistry and everything. But you can't do it anymore. You can't do that. You know, like like when guys draft a, with it, if they, you draft a quarterback in the first round, you're expected to start that quarterback in mm-hmm. first. You know, when you used to, they'd sit behind. You know, the starting quarterback for two, three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Cowboys, who were playing in week one, their left tackle, Tyrone Smith, is out for the season with an avulsion fracture of the knee. That sounds so horrible. Yeah. Well, he's he's been their starting left tackle for 10 years, and this is probably going to be career-ending for him. Uh, That's rough. I didn't think about that. He's been injury-prone for the past few years. I think... uh, Year before last, he only played in two games. Last year, he only played in eleven, I think. And you know, this year he's not going to play in any. So, ten years—that's a long time. Mm. So he's not—he's going to be out week one against us. Mm-hmm. He's out for the season. So that's a—that's a plus for us, I guess. Feel bad for him. But. Yeah, and that's one of their strong suits. The Dallas Cowboys is their offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what they're so, going to do there. Yeah. And they, they had a they hurt. had a rookie too. Let me say they had Tryon Smith and a Tyrone Smith. They got two <laughs> two T Smiths on their offensive line and I think it's the the oh. rookie. He got hurt too. Oh no. So, yeah. Mm. So they're about in the same boat we are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that Aaron Donald the thing where he uh, playing against the uh, the Bengals in uh, practice before their preseason game, and he took that dude's helmet off and started beating him with it. Did you see I the did. video? I thought he was wielding two helmets. That's what I <laughs> it looked like it did. I don't know. He just saw the helmets. <laughs> whack, 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 whack. It was like wind villain. Um He looked like he was trying to kill that dude. I mean, he was swinging them helmets hard. Yeah. With a lot I mean, of he's not one of the best play. He's not the second best player in the league for no reason. Right. Right. It's funny, but you get the Domicong Sue who's considered yeah. you know, this bad Dirty. guy. Right. Aaron Donald's had a whole string of crap like that happen with him. Nobody considers him dirty. Mm-mm. And he just, you know, he's he's the best player in the NFL. I know. You know, I'm just, you and I both were not one of those to couch fan over stuff like that. No. It's like, yeah. It's football. Right. I like, like, what do you think happens at these joint practice? It's every single joint practice. Everyone. Has multiple fights break out. If you don't, there's something wrong with your team. You're too soft. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the coaches have got to know to expect it. Yeah. I mean, they do. They address it. Normally do. First, first thing. Todd not, Bowles did. He gave a speech. No fighting. No, no. no fighting. Like, they wink. Like, right. you know what I mean? They don't mean it. They know what's going to happen. <laughs> But yeah, there's people. There were people calling for him to be uh, suspended, like real games for that. Oh yeah, yeah. And apparently, the NFL has no power this time of year to suspend players. So they were trying to push the Rams to suspend. Like, why the hell would the Rams suspend their best player? You people are (laughs) stupid. Like, shut up. Well, that's how you do things now. You get this public outrage and mm-hmm. a mob comes and threatens your company or your mm-hmm. house or whatever. And Make people are just demands. like, okay, we'll suspend him. Right. Okay. It's the dumbest thing. Like, you people. They're not going to suspend him. Good oh, Lord. No, they'd be idiots to <laughs> suspend him. Good Lord. Oh, man. Yeah, so Atlanta and the Saints have both been, haven't had any major injuries to any of their starters. This preseason. Hmm. So the Panthers, they've had some serious injuries. Sam Darnold, uh, Matt Corral, uh, whoever it was, I just 
talked about. Oh, they're uh, kicker Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some major injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints and Falcons. I, maybe they're just not practicing hard. There's a chance. That's true. So we're going to save the injuries for. I think they're playing each other week one. Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. I think I think you're right. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as, as everybody knows, Tom Brady was out for 11 days during preseason, and nobody knows what he was doing. There was the rumor that he was on the Masked Singer, is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> I've never watched it, don't know anything speculation. about it. Speculation. I wouldn't call it rumors. I would say speculation. Yes. And nobody knows. Well, Sports Illustrated came out with an article that said, here's, here's the title of the article. Tom Brady gives the real reason for missing 11 days from the Buccaneers. Okay, I did not click on that because it was clickbaity because I knew that he did not give the real reason. He just said. Well, their byline of the article is, Tom Brady reveals the real reason why he missed 11 days for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a a very repetitive byline there. Yeah. And so I was like. I haven't heard anything about this. I'm going to click on this and see. And you were exactly right. 100% clickbait. Mm-hmm. They, they're they just trash. He didn't say anything. No, he said, I'm 45 said. year old, 45 years old. I got shit going on. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what he, what he said. said. And they quoted mm-hmm. him like that. They said, I'm 45 years old. There's a lot of crap going on. Mm-hmm. He didn't say crap. And then they went on. They said, Tom Brady says in explaining his 11 day leave from the team. This was an interesting response from Brady and doesn't give us a definitive answer, but someone that age probably does have personal things that they need to deal with. God, I hate the media when they do this. Like stuff. the rest of us don't. Are they serious? But I mean, in in the title they say Tom mm-hmm. Brady gives the real reason. Right. And in the byline they say Tom Brady reveals the real reason. And then in the article they says, uh, Tom Brady doesn't give us a definitive answer. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 crap should be illegal. You wasted two minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I knew it, too, going into it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, that's, that's Sports Illustrated. That's supposed to be like one of the cream of the crop. Ugh. They're all hurting for money. They're going to do whatever they can do to get you to click. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's scammy. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, we got Tom Brady back. Looked good in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I was very excited about Julio Jones. When I saw him out there, the United Molly, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Julio Jones up there. And then sure <laughs> enough, he got that, that catch. I was like, woohoo! Yay. Yeah, excited, man. I, I don't know. I think he's still got it. I'm hoping. That one catch made you think he's still got it. <laughs> I could just Was tell. it the catch or the push-off? The push-off Which and the catch. the push-off? Yeah. So, hey, I'm excited about that anyhow. What are you excited? You excited for this season coming up, Molly? I am. I was very encouraged seeing the first team. Like, it's been kind of discouraging watching the rest of the preseason and how not great the second, third, fourth string guys have looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so seeing the first string on the field being so dominant, I'm like, oh, we're fine. Yeah, we're there was, fine. it was night and day. It, Extremely. <laughs> Like the second and third strings didn't even look like they should have deserved to be on the same field as our first string. If I'm being honest, it's a little harsh. Yeah. Perhaps. Now uh, I have seen 
Nassib, he looks good out there. Uh, Nacho's doing okay. Mm -hmm. Anthony Nelson, I think, is phenomenal. Uh, Connor. Mm -hmm. uh, the guys who have been, and when I say second and third string, I really mean the guys, the new guys. trying to make the roster, right. not the guys who've been here for three, four years right. that we know and love. Yeah, and the the few preseason games I have watched this year, it's kind of been like that all over the league. And I think you're right. I think it is. This is the first wave of uh, COVID players coming mm -hmm. in, college players, and they're just not. They don't have the same oomph, anyhow. Uh, now the Jets, you know, Jets went three and zero in preseason this year, and it was all basically on their second string quarterback. He I mean, he was out there killing it. He came in uh, one game. And they were down like three sixteen. Brought him back for a win. Uh, he did. He did a win. Uh, Preseason week three, last second touchdown. The, the stadium was going crazy, like it was a real game. So, pre okay. the Jets you, are killing it in preseason. <laughs> you've like switched because it always used to be the Detroit Lions. Yeah, no, it's, it's Detroit's year now. You're on to the Jets. Who's your favorite player on the Jets, Ralph? Christmas is coming up, so. <laughs> <laughs> You'll buy me a Jets jersey. I'm going to buy you a jersey. <laughs> All right. I think we've done enough here, enough damage. Uh, we're excited to see the game. Uh, we got 13 days. We'll have a couple more podcasts out for you before then. But like I said, we got a pregnancy going on, and we are in the process of moving. So uh, it's going to be a little – our schedule is a little off everywhere. And we've mm -hmm. got moving kids in schools and all that good stuff. So anything else to say? That'll do it. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks.